Welcome to episode 32. I just feel too fat to date right now. Welcome to the Stop Hating Dating and Find Your Person podcast. I'm certified life coach, Stacey Perry. I went on 475 online dates to find my person so you don't have to. Each week, I'll teach you the skills and mindsets to confidently show up as yourself, interact in a way that's authentic to you and gets you the relationship that you want. If you're ready to make dating and find your person easier, more fun, and without all the unnecessary drama and BS, this podcast is for you. Do you just not feel your best right now in waiting, in quotes, until you drop a couple pounds before you put yourself out there and date? Yeah, that was me in my mid-30s, and it's the truth for a lot of my clients. I had thoughts about my size and my stomach being negatively correlated to my dating ability. The bigger my belly, the lower my chances of finding love. This is what my brain was telling me. And if you're like me, you've used your size or your shape of your body as a reason not to date or that you're not like you're unlovable right now or thought your chances of finding love were lower because of like the current state of affairs of the scale. But the truth is, I wasn't even putting myself out there. I was just too busy, like blaming my belly. And I know some of you are busy blaming like your thighs and your arms and your asses for the lack of a relationship that you want. But again, the truth is it's not our bodies blocking us. It's our thoughts about our bodies and why so many of us aren't dating at all because of our thoughts about our size of our bodies. So listen, it makes sense that we have these thoughts and feelings. We've been told by our parents, by friends, by society that we need to look a certain way in order to be attractive, like in quotes. So some of the messaging like seeped in like unconsciously and some of it was like blatantly drilled into us. Moms encouraged us to lose weight, took us to Weight Watchers. We got the message that thinner is better, that thinner is more lovable. I'm recording this episode the week after Thanksgiving. And literally every time I go home for Christmas, some of my mom's friends either say nothing to me because I've gained weight since they last saw me, or they compliment me on my weight. Every year on Christmas Eve, there are certain guests that are like weight checkers for me. But if skinny equaled the ability to be in a thriving relationship, there would be no skinny single people. There'd be no skinny people in bad relationships. Skinny people wouldn't get divorced. Giselle and Jennifer Aniston would not have had their hearts broken. They are skinny, rich, and famous. Not even those three things protect you from the human experience. But thinking skinny people will never be rejected or divorced or in a bad relationship is just as ridiculous as you thinking you're unlovable and won't be able to meet an awesome partner because of the size or shape of your body. There are happily coupled people that weigh way more than you do. There are happily married women who are in love with their spouses and feel loved and adored by them, but they still don't love their bodies. 
your brain has been busy seeking evidence to prove your thoughts true, that you won't be able to meet your person because you're too fat or your thighs are too big or your gut is too big, that your physical appearance is to blame for your lack of a relationship. We believe our bodies make us like undateable or unlovable or unworthy, but it's also equally true that you can find someone who is crazy about you at your current weight, shape, and size, that you totally will turn them on, that they'll love you and your body in a way that will actually add to your ability to love your body and yourself that they'll adore you in a way that makes you feel sexier, that they may be better at loving and accepting you and your body than you are, and you will learn from their love. We get all kinds of messaging from our family, society, friends, plus your brain prefers you disliking your body versus having you dating. And you know why? Because your brain likes things to be efficient, automatic, habitual, and hating your body is something you have practiced for years, maybe decades. It is easy, it's habitual, and it's automatic now. And dating is going to take up time and energy. Your primal brain doesn't care about creating the life you want. It only cares about you conserving energy, seeking pleasure, and avoiding pain. It's the motivational triad. Dating uses energy, isn't always pleasurable, and sometimes causes pain. The three things that your brain wants you to avoid at all costs. So your brain knows you and lobs up millions of thoughts about your body being too fat in order to distract you from dating. So it makes perfect sense for avoiding dating because of our bodies, not looking like the way we've been told that they quote, should look, but it doesn't serve us. Even if we believe it's all true, it's not useful for you getting what you want to meet and share your life with your person. Our person who loves and adores us and accepts us, extra wrinkles, cellulite, fat glands and all. Because no matter how our brain tries to convince us that we need to be just like a certain number on the scale to be lovable, appearance is just one tiny piece of a thriving and flourishing relationship. Relationships are about like connection, shared values, love, respect, trust, shared experiences, mutual interests, shared desires to create like the same type of life together, cherishing each other's company. You are both going to grow old and get age spots and wrinkles and saggy skin The glue and magic in your relationship is created from like the connections, respect, love, trust, and just like plain fun, sharing life together. Our brain somehow like convinces us that constantly rejecting our bodies is safer than dating and having like the chance of being rejected. It's kind of crazy. We should probably think of ourselves as pros at being rejected because we do it to ourselves and our bodies every day. Also, the perfectionist in us thinks that once we are at the like, quote, perfect weight, then we'll be protected from rejection and judgment and hurt and shame. But no matter what our size, you can't avoid being judged or rejected for your body or for your hair color, your skin color, 
your height, and on a first date, your smell, your style, how you hold your fork, how you chew (laughs) for your laugh, people will judge you and critique you. And that's part of dating. It's just what it's part about. And you're doing it to them too. And I had a guy on a first date ask me how I looked in a bathing suit. Ew, like objectify much. People are going to judge you. Let them. Your person is going to choose you because of and in spite of all your flaws and imperfections. Focus on like the mutual match person versus all the non-matches. I had a client whose mom was like a beauty queen and her mother wanted to set her daughter's expectations, quote, realistically, and basically told my client that marriage was for pretty skinny girls. To keep her expectations like, quote, realistic, aka low, my client had this like wild curly hair when she was little, like five, and she had a school picture she'd show me to prove her looks and why she protects herself from getting hurt and, and not dating. My client like grew up to be this gorgeous woman. Her hair now with modern styling tools and products is like the hair of my dreams and would be the hair of your dreams too, I think. She's a freaking surgeon. But her mom's words were still ringing in her ears. And to be honest, we never completely eradicated her mom's voice in her head. Those thoughts still pop up. But my client was able to loosen the grip of her mom's messaging enough so that my client put herself out there and met an amazing man. And guess what? (laughs) He thinks she's sexy and beautiful, even if she doesn't agree with him all the time. And you know what? Being loved by anyone, platonic or romantic, can be so healing. The weight doesn't need to come off for you to be loved, lovable, or find your person to love. The weight doesn't need to come off for you to love yourself. It's your thoughts creating your feelings about your body, not the number on the scale. And I've got the best proof for you, like today, this happened today. So I mentioned how I used my weight against myself and my dateableness in my mid-30s. I had basically eaten and drank my feelings, like shoved them down through a relationship that actually ended up ending in our wedding being called off two weeks before the wedding. Pretty traumatic. I was seeing a therapist who was and is a lovely human. And I weighed more than I had ever weighed and was definitely making it mean I was not like a catch or lovable or someone who was going to get picked. And today, as I'm recording this podcast, I am 51 now. I was 35 then. So me and my body now are 15 years older than that time in my life. And today, I lost some of the weight that I gained during COVID. And today, I weigh exactly like to the pound what I did back when I was 35 and not dating because I was, quote, too fat. And today, I'm feeling lean. I'm having thoughts like, you're looking pretty damn good, sister. I'm feeling some pride. I had that same fucking body, but now it's a 15 years older body, same exact weight on the scale. But then I was like, no one is going to want me like this. I'm not going to date. And today I have a little skip in my step. 
If that's not proof that our thoughts cause our feelings about our bodies, not the numbers on the scale, I don't know what is. And I will say too, I've had 15 years of experience. I dress my body now versus squeezing it into sizes and fashion trends. I buy things that feel flattering and comfortable for me. And I'm literally and figuratively more comfortable in my own skin. Do I still have feelings and thoughts about my weight and my body? You betcha. But has been like a real aha for me like this week to be at the exact same weight and have the polar opposite thoughts and feelings about that number on the scale. It's been so like awakening for me. We make our weight mean so much about us, especially our value. And our value is not based on our weight. You are not your body, just like I'm not my body. Just like Oprah is not more valuable a human now that she's smaller, or Adele isn't a better singer and songwriter now because she's lost weight. You have a body, it belongs to you. I have a body, it belongs to me, but we are not our bodies. Think of it this way. You are you, and you were you when you were born, and your body was different when you were born, but you were still you. You were you when you were three, and your body looked differently when it was three than it does now, but you were still you. And you were you at 10, and your body looked different, but you were still you. And you were you when you were 19, and your body looked different, but you were still you. Every cell has been replaced a million times, and you are still you. Your body at birth, 3, 10, 19, they're all gone, but you are still you. You were there in those bodies, and you are here today in your body. Your body isn't who you are. Like another way to think about it is like, just like I have a house, I live in my house, and I'm not my house. I have a car. I go places in my car. I am not my car. I have a body. I live in my body. I go places in my body. I am not my body. I am the energy that lives in my house, that goes places in my car, and that has a body. And we take care of our houses so we can live in them comfortably for a long time. And we maintain our car so it lasts and we can go lots of places in it, not because the house is us or the car is us. And if you want to lose weight or gain muscle or increase your speed or become more flexible, go for it. Make it a goal. Do the things to make that your reality. Like go after your physical dreams and goals. But no, it's not who you are. Who you are is the energy going after those goals. Who you are is the wiser, like evolved energy after achieving the goals. And who you are is lovable at any size and deserving of love and respect at any size and worthy at any size and like all the things at any size. What we really crave is to be loved and accepted by ourselves and our future partner. And we can choose to love ourselves at any size and choose partners who will love us at any size. Ask yourself this, if you could go back in time where it would have been like really valuable to you to know your worth does not equal your weight or appearance, think of one of those times 
and go back there and tell that version of you. What would you tell her? Like write it down. Think of it as a love letter to your past self. Write down everything that comes up for you. Or now when those thoughts in your head pop up about your body, which they will, ask yourself, are these thoughts about my body not being lovable, creating what I want? Are they moving me towards or away from my goal? It may make sense that I think they're true, but are they useful? Do they serve me? And here are some thoughts to practice. I am practicing learning to understand I am not an object to be viewed. I am an experience to be had. I am practicing becoming a person who knows my body is a way to experience life. I am practicing becoming a person who knows I'm worthy of experience the best life possible. I am practicing becoming a person who knows I am not a body. I am the caretaker of my body. I am becoming a person who is an awesome caretaker of my body. I am practicing becoming a person who knows I am lovable at any size. And there are a bunch of episodes, I think, that complement this episode. Episode two is about rejection. Episode 21 is about like all the doubts that come up when we're dating. You can use the four end process I teach in episode 30 to shift your beliefs about your body. I also teach a process for shifting your beliefs in episode 22. I will put the links in the show notes so you can click on them and get to them quickly. Part of coaching is learning like to disprove your thoughts that you believe are true because you've been practicing them so long, like to expose the cracks in your thinking. We naturally have very like absolute black and white thinking, like me skinnier means dating will be easy and I will find my person or my current weight means I'm unlovable and no one will want to be with me. But it's just a thought error. It's not true and it's not useful. Your weight is not blocking you. <laughs> your thoughts about your weight and what you make it mean about your lovability is, is what's the block. Ask yourself, who would you be without these thoughts about your body? Like write them all down, write what comes up for you. And please share this episode with someone you know is so amazing and lovable and know they deserve to be loved and adored by their special person, no matter what their size. I love you. Go get them and rock what you got while you do. Thank you so much for listening. If you're ready to stop hating dating and find your person, let's chat. You can pop right on my calendar for a free coaching call to see if private one-on-one coaching feels like a fit for you. It's like our first date to see if we're a match. You can get access to my calendar on my website at stacyperrycoaching.com. There's also a link in my Instagram bio or use a link in the show notes. Just do it and get yourself booked for a free coaching consult call. And let's go find your person.